0: Hi friends and welcome to the spirit scoop with Michelle Michelle is just your typical grounded Taurus Canadian loving girl who loves everything spiritual Michelle's a spiritual medium a Reiki master and an angel reader get ready each week to dive into Michelle's own lived experiences spiritual guidance and tips awesome guests and lots and lots of spirits of course together we'll feel inspired May learn something new. We'll learn to trust in spirit and don't be surprised if you have a lot of OMG moments. So now's your time to grab a cup of tea, get comfortable, and we're about to start. Here's your host, Michelle Lindsay. Welcome back, everybody. So nice to be back and put another episode out there. I'm hoping everybody is enjoying their the beginning of fall. I feel like my body is like and my mind and my spirit is like anticipating the um, the eclipse coming and I don't know how that's going to feel for me personally. I'll have to kind of check in with astrology and see where it might be affecting my chart. I am in the middle of an astrology course, but it's one of those things where it seems so there's so much information where I think it takes a while to kind of, for myself anyways, to kind of understand it. Before we jump in today's episode, there are a couple things coming up this week. Um, This Friday, if you're local in Vancouver, uh, I am hosting an in-person sound bath, which is going to be in Kitsilano area. And that event is going to be on Friday the 13th. And I did not plan that. I'm just like, wait, isn't it Friday the 13th? And also like the eclipse too. I just was listening to a different podcast and they were saying that the eclipse is this Friday. And I go, wow, there's actually a lot going on this Friday. <laughs> like, I love how that kind of worked out and it's like the perfect day to do um, a sound bath. And then for Saturday the 14th, Bree and I are hosting a new moon circle online that's going to take place at 5.30 p.m. Pacific time. And that would take place 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So with that, it's there's no cost. It's just by donations. If you feel called to leave a donation, pay what you can type of thing. With the new moon circle, new moons are all about setting intentions for... What's to come? I always feel like the new moon takes place once a month. I feel like it's always like January 1st, you know, when you're sitting down and you're writing your resolutions for the whole year to come. I find that it's like that New Year's Day and we get that once a month. So I personally love the new moons because I feel motivated. I feel this like sense of energy as well. And also for the first quarter. So like the week after the new moon, That's when I really start to, like, get excited about things. I don't know if you are a New Year's resolution type of person, but for myself, I get, like, pumped because I think I like the process of, like, writing things down and planning for the future and just the whole part of, like, writing things down and, like, brainstorming, like, what do I really want? That part excites me. So that definitely plays a role, I think, in the new moon cycles. So... Join us for the new moon. It's online. You can do it with your in your PJs at home. It's a Saturday night, so if you have no plans and just want to, you know, stay cozy and just stay home and, you know, set the mood, light some candles, cuddle with the dogs or the cat, just get as cozy as you like, and just hang out with us for an hour. Bree's going to be pulling cards and tuning into what's to come with this energy then we will finish with the meditation and that's where i come in i'll do the sound bath and just tuning into the vibrations of the sound it's it's like a different experience for meditation sometimes people find it's it's easier to get into a meditative state with the vibration of the sound bowls some people fall asleep <laughs> some people find it super relaxing and i definitely am one of those people i really enjoy doing sound baths but i also really enjoy going to sound baths also so that's what's going on for this week and if you do want to sign up ahead brie and i are also going to do a full moon circle at the end of october on the 28th a little bit about today's episode today i'm going to we're going to be talking about angels and I have Beth Carlton here with me today. She has a beautiful miracle story of how the angels have healed her brain tumor. Her story is such a miracle that the doctors actually wanted to study her. and Because it didn't make sense, right, of how she was healed all of a sudden. So we do go into a little bit about that story. We dive into her specific daily routines on how she she works with the angels on the daily basis. We do talk about the importance of gratitude and positive thoughts. She does teach us a few of her daily practice exercises that she walks us through and that we could we can do on our own time as well. And then we end the episode about talking about the 16 archangels that she utilizes and works with on the daily. So we go through 16 archangels, we go through their names and what they're here to help us with, how we can call upon them, how we can work with them. We do discuss about the differences between your spirit guides, your guardian angels, loved ones that pass, if they can join our spirit team as well. This is a Pactful episode. I'm excited to introduce you guys to her. She's a ball of knowledge. And who doesn't like talking about angels? (laughs) grab a hot cup of tea or whether you're listening to this while you're driving or cooking or dancing or walking. Today I have Beth Carlton recording with me today and today we're going to talk about angels. How would how do you typically like to introduce yourself? Do you introduce yourself as an angel channel, an angel reader, an angel facilitator?
1: just say I'm an angel messenger and most people call me B most people know me as B my name is Beth but everyone kind of calls me B
0: (laughs) okay can you remind me where you are located in the world I feel like you're definitely on the east coast in the states but I don't know exactly
1: where I'm in, in Virginia. I'm sorry. I was in Virginia. Now I'm in North Carolina. So I did a lot of my work and became be sort of in Virginia timeframe, but now I'm in North Carolina and I'm enjoying it here, but I'm moving back to Virginia very soon. Oh, are
0: you okay. Is that where home is for you?
1: It's going to be, we're building a house in, in Virginia. So. Oh, beautiful. I know
0: you work really, really close with the angels and that's how I know you. So I'd love to hear about a little bit of how it all started with you. Like was it this profound experience that you had one day or did you always grow up like seeing or feeling or sensing angels around you? I'd love to know like the very beginning of like how it started.
1: Sure. Well, as a child I I was sensing the presence of angels but I did not see them and it was just part of my life I didn't really uh, talk to them or work with them but I had a brain tumor um, about 33 years ago now my daughter was two she's now 35 and so um, 33 years ago I had a brain tumor which affected my left side. And we didn't know it was a brain tumor at first. They thought I might have had a stroke or um, they were testing me for a lot of different things. And after an MRI, they found a brain tumor in the right temporal lobe of my brain. And that affected the left side. So I was lying in bed one day and it was getting worse. And um, I just put out my hands and said, angels, please help me or Anyone out there, please help me. I didn't even address the angels by saying angels. I just said, anyone out there, please help me. And within moments of asking, two angels came to the foot of my bed. Bright light. I saw them with my own eyes, bright light. And they communicated with me through, I guess the best way I could say is telepathically. Like they did, I didn't hear them outside of my but I could know what they were saying it's like an all-knowing and that's why I named my business angels whispering light because literally they were whispering through the light and they told me that they would heal me and that I was not to worry and I immediately was like how and they said don't worry about the how focus on the fact that you will be healed and they had me do two things so the two things that they have asked me to do was focus on positive thoughts they literally had me change my thoughts and write my gratitudes so those were the two things that they had me start doing so i started with writing down all kinds of positive affirmations focusing on as if i were already healed asking for assistance along the way whenever i needed and then I also wrote in a gratitude book and I've never stopped. And that was, as I say, 33 years ago, I wrote what I was grateful for every day. And it just helped me to be aware. Well, soon thereafter, I'd say probably about, I think it was maybe about six months after I collapsed in the supermarket (laughs) and they rushed me to the hospital they then brought me into, they brought me to a local hospital then they brought me into Boston where my, the doctor was that helped me with the brain tumor and they thought that I had ruptured my carotid artery. In, in fact, when they did the MRIs, the brain tumor was gone. To this day, we don't rightly know how that happened, only that I know it was a miracle. <laughs> They wanted to study me. They did several MRIs thinking the first one didn't come out right. I had a bunch of doctors standing in front of me looking at back then. It was they'd place it up on the x-ray thing, you know, this light behind it and show the images. It was quite amazing to see that there was, it was gone. And so they wanted to do a study for me, but I, on me, but I said, no, I think we're going to call it a miracle. And I've thanked the angels ever since. I have gone for several follow-ups to make sure it hadn't come back, but it has not. So that's how it started. From there, I sort of promised the angels that I would assist in what they taught me just to teach others and to go from there. It started out quite slow, and then one day, I was working in the corporate world, and I had an assistant who saw an angel on my desk, and she said, do you believe in angels? And I said, yes, I do. And I explained the miracle of the healing. And she explained to me, there was a wonderful teacher in that area who conducted meditations. So I said, I'll go sometime when I have time. And I just hadn't gotten the time. And finally she asked again and I went. And it totally changed my life. I decided from that point forward that I would train with her and then I've become a teacher myself and a lot of beautiful things have happened since then. But that was the start of it.
0: Wow. I had goosebumps the whole time. That was beautiful. I hear so many like angel miracle stories. sounds like the, you know, the angels quite literally like changed and healed you. That's amazing.
1: They really did. I want to just mention something as we're recording. You might hear chimes in the background. I've already heard them go off a couple of times. That is a particular Archangel Sandophon, the Angel of Music and the Angel of Miracles. I knew that that was going to happen. I actually mentioned it to Michelle before we started that I knew that Sandophon was here and it probably they would chime in and that's what happened. So when Sandophon is around or entering the room when I'm doing a session with somebody, those chimes will go off day or night. I have no control over them, so enjoy that if they chime in. It's just letting you know Santa Fun's still here.
0: Yeah, we did chat about that, and as soon as you started talking, the chimes went off, and I was like, "Ah, oh, it's it's always like nice to not only feel their presence, but like to hear them come in." So I think having the chimes close is actually a beautiful thing to have in the in your room where you do your angel work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, they often go off when I'm doing the circles too. You've attended some of the circles, Michelle, and. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they'll go off at just the right and perfect time when we're talking about a miracle or music too. I love that.
0: I want to talk about a little bit about, so the two angels that visited you, would you can, and I do want to talk about the differences between like a guardian angel and an archangel and a spirit guide.
1: So the difference would be that guardian angels are assigned to our souls when our souls are created. We are given these beautiful angels forever and ever because our soul never ends. Okay, so the soul continues on and on. It's eternal. And so the guardian angels are assigned to us. So everyone has at least two guardian angels. They are amazing and beautiful and by our sides at all times. They draw in the archangels that we need at that day. So the guardian angels stay with us forever. The archangels come and go. There are 16 archangels that I utilize, many utilize, there are so many archangels, depending on the teacher and the person who's connecting, they may utilize different archangels, but I use 16 of them, I teach about them, and I utilize them in sessions and also in the angel circles. So those angels have specific functions and those angels come in as I'm speaking to someone about a particular topic or a situation where they ask me a question and I know what angel comes in. The way I know what archangel comes in is the colors that they vibrate at and what I see them at. Now, not everyone may see the same colors, but for me, it's my reference point. The angels, all 16, have different colors. They show themselves to me when I close my eyes. So as I'm closing my eyes or I'm visualizing what Archangel is here, I'll see a color in my mind, and I know that's the angel that came in. Now, guides. Guides are assigned to us, and you're going to hear different opinions and different thoughts on this, so I'm going to tell you just my beliefs or how I look at it. And you can receive different ideas and thoughts and really pick and choose what you resonate with. For me, I've been shown by the angels that they have assigned guides to us. Guides walk the earth at some point, mostly. Um, We're human, and then upon their transition, they go ahead and are assigned to be a guide. Some guides are ours for a lifetime, and others come and go as we need them. So I always love when I'm doing a circle to bring in the guides as well, because the angels hold that thought as, oh, this particular guide is here with this for this particular individual, and the guides hold the space. So I always bring the guides in as well as ascended masters who are light beings who watch over us. They were teachers on earth at one point. And now on the other side, they don't represent a particular religion on the other side, but they're wise. And I always bring them in too. Angels were not human, although there are exceptions. There are some angels who have incarnated as humans to get a job done to help somebody, to assist in an accident. We're not meant to transition, so they'll come in and help us stay here on Earth. That happens sometimes. There are rare cases where they incarnate for a whole lifetime, but I don't rightly go forward with that too much because it's it's rare. But there are two archangels who were prophets, that's Archangel Metatron and Archangel Sandophon. They were prophets. And when they were they were brought into the archangeldom as humans and made into archangels. And other than that, the archangels were not human. The way you can tell the difference in the spelling. So the spelling of an archangel ends in E-L. So whenever you're trying to figure out the spelling of an archangel, you'll have E-L except for two, the two that were human. So, Metatron was Enoch, the prophet Enoch, and Sandalphon was Elijah, the prophet Elijah. And both of those ascended into Archangeldom. But other than that, you'll know, oh, E-L, that's what it ends with. To let you know, deceased loved ones can become our guides. When they transition, they can become our guides, but not every deceased loved one is going to become a guide. But if it's meant to be that they are assigned to our soul or to guide us, then they will be our guides as well. And it's lovely how that works. They don't become angels when they transition, but they have their angels with them and their angels can connect with yours. So oftentimes, if you're wanting to connect with a deceased loved one, you could say, my angels and their angels, please connect. And it will give you that beautiful connection.
0: Okay, that's good to know. I'm so curious about how you work with the angels on a daily basis from, do you have like a specific morning routine is before you get out of bed or do you have something that you always do before you go to sleep at night? I'm so curious about how you start your day and how you end your day.
1: Yes. So definitely I've developed a daily practice for myself throughout, throughout the years. (laughs) Um, But right now what I I try to do is in the morning time, when I first wake up, I always connect with the angels, just thanking them for the day. I do a little process that I learned from the angels as I'm writing my book. So I've been writing a book, and you can hear the chimes. so Santa is right here. But I've been writing a book called The 30-Day Dance with the Angels. And honestly, I've been writing it for, for a very long time because it's almost my reference point. I don't know if I'll ever publish it, honestly, because it's like bringing forward to me at one location where I put everything that I receive from the angels. And so the intent on writing it was, it's called the 30 day dance with the angels. What I was intending to do with this book originally was 30 days connecting with the angels to help you raise your frequency and connect with the self love, self care, self nourishment kind of thing. But then I've received so much more information that I'm pretty much using it as almost my little own dictionary that I've created. On one of the days, they had me write the word window down the page. So I did write the word window down the page and I say down the page vertically. And then they had me write a letter, a word next to each letter. So I wrote words, inspire, new, divine, optimism within so then they had me circle the word optimism so i circled the word optimism and i circled the word window and they said this is the window to optimism technique so they gave me this technique and you asked me what i do daily and this is the first one of the first things that i do i Choose a positive word. And I've written in a, on a um, piece of paper just a whole bunch of positive words. I put them in a bowl and I choose one. Whatever one I choose, I then I'll do it right now because I have these positive words right here. And it's kind of fun to do this practice. I teach people about this who are con- wanting to connect with the angels. All right. So I picked vision. Okay. I will write the word vision down the page right now and show you what I do. So this is the first thing I do in the morning. So I write to whatever word I chose, and then I write a word next to each letter, and then I create a story for my soul, starting at the top and going to the bottom. This uplifts us for the day. It gives us this absolute place of optimism. It helps us to really define our day. So let's just try it. I'm going to tell you the words as I go down that I get. Okay, view, inspire, sensitivity, illuminate, opportunity, new. Okay, those are the words that came to me. So I'm doing this as if I were doing it in the morning. Mm -hmm. So then I take my voice record on my phone and I put it on. And then I would start at the top and just say something positive, a sentence, whatever. I can utilize that word or a form of the word. So if I said viewing instead of view, whatever comes. So I let the angels speak through me. And so I say it into my voice record. So I'll just do it now for you. Okay. So as I view my life through a new perspective, I am inspired by the angels. My sensitivity is keen, but I know I am illuminated by new beginnings coming to me for opportunities are here. They're rising and the newness is accepting fully and bringing me into this happy place. So see, you never know what you're gonna get, but as you as you say that, then you write it later. So I write it in my gratitude book. So that's the first thing I do is my window to optimism technique. Then I have an awesome bowl of every person who I've done a session for or every person who comes on circle. I call their angel, it's called Angel Time, any person who comes on angel time, and I get their permission to write their name in my bowl. And then every morning I pull three names. So those three names, I give a message to them. So I have their phone number. All I have is their name and their phone number. Because when they sign up to um, have a session, they give their phone number. Or when they sign up to um, do a s- circle, they give their phone number. So I write their phone number down. And then when I pull their name, I whatever they tell me that day, I might do an automatic writing where I get a message. I might pull a card for them. I might do a windowed optimism technique for them, whatever it is. And then I go ahead and text it on to them. So that's the start of the day. And then I always ask the angels next, like, what do you have to say to me today? I just put my pen to the page and write a little message. This could be, it's so amazing because I never know what they're going to say. It could be someone who I'm going to meet with that day, doing a session for them. I never look ahead. So I don't know who I'm going to meet with till I sit down and look at the name. But then I have all this information that they've given me. And boy, so many times, I just snapped my fingers. But so many times, it's like, wow, that message today was for that individual. And I'll read it to them. Mm-hmm. So I was, you have to say to me today. And then throughout the day, I do a lot of clearing at the end of every session. I call on Archangel Michael to clear and cleanse, to support me by shielding me first, just so that I be being sensitive. And many of you who are listening are empathic. So if you are, ask Archangel Michael to shield you. And then at the end of every session, I cut cords. And cutting of the cords, you're not cutting ties, you're not cutting cords of love, but cutting cords, you don't absorb somebody else's pain. A lot of people are empathic, so we want to make sure we're cutting cords. Um, That's a routine that I do as well during the day. And then at night, there's time that I'll meditate. Definitely do a meditation for sure. Just quieting my mind. Sometimes I'll go out for a walk and that's my meditation, a moving meditation. But other times it's I'm sitting still so many ways that we can meditate. And so then I write in my gratitude book and I write five to ten things I'm grateful for every single day. I've done this for years since they said to write my gratitudes, And it really did uplift me and help me come to that healing place so this raises our frequency up to bringing in what we want to bring in next into our lives. So I always write my gratitude. And then I draw a line. I always draw hearts. <laughs> but it might be that you just draw your line and you write thank you in advance. I write thank you in advance for um, whatever I'm needing in my life next or what I feel would be helpful. And by saying my intention when I say thank you in advance is saying If it's for my best and highest school or even better, I give you full permission to help me out and bring this forward in another time in my life. So thank you in advance for full healing. Thank you in advance for helping me with uh, paying a bill. Thank you in advance for working out a relationship, whatever it might be, I think, in advance. And then... I just, that is all I put in that gratitude book until the next morning when I do my window to optimism technique. The gratitude book alone is so highly charged with energy, with just the positivity that you could hold that. And I have done that. Hold it to any part of the body and you feel like a healing. It feels very strongly like Reiki energy. (laughs) That's it. Just say (laughs) a little prayer and thank the angels and go to sleep.
0: I love that you shared that because it gives us all some ideas of things that we could incorporate into our morning or night routines, other ways that we can work with the angels. And, you know, I love thank you in advance as yeah. like we're expecting that it's coming. And I love how you start the day too. Just not It's not just like an affirmation. It's more of like, like you said, like a story you're telling yourself for the day But I like how it's super customized because I think that people might be even channeling through their own angels and guides of like what each word that they should write next to it. So it's super personalized on like what that person needs. And I like how it's never the same. It's always different every day because we don't always need the same message every day or the same affirmation. I think that we will be surprised maybe like what comes out and channeled.
1: Yes. And there are a couple other things that I I didn't say. One is I always at some point during the day, and it's different depending on when I need it, I do go out and ground. So I go outside, I take my shoes off, find a spot first where I feel comfortable, take those shoes off. I visualize rooting into the ground. This takes five minutes and I do it every day, but it depends. It's not always the same time of day. Uh, Sometimes it's after a session or sometimes it's the first thing, you know, after I've gotten out of bed. Sometimes it's at night. I just do it when I can, but I forgot to say it because it's kind of cool as I just visualize rooting into the ground and then release. So the first thing I do is, okay, angels, right now I just ask you to release whatever I need to and let it go. And then I visualize root like receiving from the earth up like a tree would receiving all the nutrients, all the beautiful gifts from Mother Nature, from Mother Earth. And then I hold my hands up. Now, I just face my palms up. I don't, I mean, sometimes I do put my hands to the sky, but it's just made mainly opening our hands to let them know we're in receiving mode. And I thank them for receiving from the heavenly realms down. So it's from the heavenly realms down to the heart and from the earth up, right to the heart, and it expands you to that place of really great love. I just find that grounding every day, just that little five minutes really helps. So that's another thing that I I didn't mention that I do. And the other thing I do, and when you mentioned affirmations, those positive thoughts, when the angels had said that um, they wanted me to change my thoughts and focus on positivity when I was healing, I created a whole list of affirmations. I'm more than willing to give that code to anybody who wants to pull them down from my website because I also put them in a bowl and I pull one at some point during my day. When it's time for me to have an affirmation, I just pull the affirmation and read it and keep it through the day. So that is another thing that I like to do in the morning, but sometimes I don't get to it till noon. If you go to angelswhisperinglight.com, and then go to the more section drop down to affirmations and i'll give you the code AngelLight717. So angel light 717 so a n g e l and then l i g h t 717 no caps no spaces two l's in there then you can print them out yourself fold them up cut them you cut them out cuz there are there's probably 4 or 5 on a page fold them up those are the the affirmations that i created when the angels were helping me heal I still love them. One thing that I've learned for those who may read an affirmation and say, well, that's not it yet. Say the affirmation for the day that you choose is, I'm at the right and perfect job, loving every moment, for enjoying it. And you're like, yeah, that's not right. That's not true yet. Okay. Then saying or thinking to yourself, I'm in the process of, of coming into the right and perfect job, like thinking that you are, being motivated to step into that. So you can uh, also say that in the beginning of any of the affirmations as I'm bringing this forward. Mm -hmm.
0: Words are powerful. Like when I speak and often words, I feel like they are a prayer to the universe. So much power behind each word. It's why it's super important to lean more on the positive words than the negative because they both are powerful, but in different
1: ways. Absolutely. And that's why I think they had me right. words inspire new divine optimism within because it's so true. The power of the words is so important. I know there are people who have done studies on the frequency of, of words and shown the yeah. positive words as opposed to the negative words. Also, I do try to say every day now, and it's just been kind of a, a motto of mine in the morning. It's almost as if when I put my feet on the ground, I say this May everything I say today benefit another. Because when we're saying or thinking, may everything I say today benefit another, then we know we're not complaining, we're not gossiping, <laughs> we're really working on um, spreading love. And I understand that you just can't live a life of pollyanna <laughs> thoughts, but it, it's going into that, that setting that intention. Mm-hmm. And that way, if we need to get things off our chest and talk about it to a counselor, someone who's meant to listen and really absorb all that they can do that with us but then on a daily basis we're focusing on will this benefit this person if i say this and if it won't i don't i don't join in i don't chime in with that piece of gossip or whatever and it, it really is beautiful on the focus of utilizing your words yeah for sure
0: mm-hmm. most definitely i 100% agree with that i mm-hmm. love this conversation so far just have to let you know
1: yeah. And again, like we didn't plan anything here. We're just going by what the angels want us to say because we had no plan. <laughs> those
0: love, those like, are the best plans had to have no plan. <laughs>
1: right. No plan. Just let the angels orchestrate. And I think that's what happens in pretty much all of my classes, too. And anything that I do is like I just say, yes, I have a form of an outline, but I let the angels orchestrate it. And it's the same with a reading or a session. I call them angel message sessions rather than reading because I'm not predicting your future or anything like that. But I'm helping you work in towards your future and helping you feel confident that the angels are assisting you. So it's really not telling you what to do, but helping you go within and and tap into all of the tools that the angels can give you.
0: Yeah, I do want to talk about that as well. I do want to talk about your angel sessions and your angel circles, because that's how I first connected with you. I want to say like, it feels like four years ago I don't know time goes by so fast but it feels like it's been four or so years that I go to your circles like off and on and it's always such a nice like safe space where I just feel like so much love which probably is me sensing like you have wonderful people usually that are in your circles but like the angels the presence of the angels it's just such a like a safe space and I just you know if I ever feel like I'm just life is overwhelming and I just I want to connect with like, like-minded people and just see what the angels have to say for any guidance. It, I always feel so much better after your circles, so I definitely want to talk a little bit about that.
1: Sure. Um, so the re- the way I came up with that idea originally, it was years ago. It's probably before any, yes, there were mediumship circles, but this is not a mediumship circle. It's us connecting with the angels and really focusing on that. Now, sometimes the deceased loved ones' angels will come in and we always welcome them, but we usually are just asking them to hold space. Sometimes we'll get a surprise, and I love that too. So if they choose to come in, then we definitely welcome them. But um, really connecting, bringing all of the people who come on together, we connect really heart to heart and soul to soul. And I love that we're doing that. The way that I came up with this in the beginning was just they gave me an idea before COVID, years and years before COVID, to meet in a group, in a circle, and come together and connect with our angels. So we started that. And it got so big, though, there were like 45 people in the circles, taking up so much. We had layers of people. It was fun, but we realized that we needed to make it more of an intimate group. When it was in person, we limited it to 12. So what we would do is I'll bring our cards. Now, you do not need angel cards to connect with the angels. It's just a tool. So we brought them. If you had them, you utilize them. Some people would print out the affirmations and bring them and pull an affirmation for each person. Whatever was meant to be here. Santa Claus there. So what happened in those circles was I had like a because we were in person i would have a little it was like a wand i called it i thought of it as like a talking stick and we'd pass it around and when it was that person's turn to give a message i'd hand it to them and when it was a person's turn to receive we had a special stone and I'd use the stone that I chose for the day, whether it was rose quartz or I would ask which stone would be good for me to use today. And I'd utilize that stone. So we'd hand that to the person who was receiving, they'd put it to their heart just to open up their receiving energy. That's all it was. Sometimes we would use a rose. I always, 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 have a dozen roses when it was in person I'd have a dozen roses because we limited it to 12 finally and everybody got a rose at the end to take home but we often used the rose instead of the the stone and they'd hold that to their heart so that they could receive with ease so either way it was fun to do that well then when COVID hit obviously we were limited to we couldn't we had to shut down the doors of the center for a while and it turned out that I didn't want to stop. Like the angels were like, you can do this. Now I am mechanically, (laughs) I I cannot do (laughs) computers and all that stuff very well, but the angels helped me through. And um, I have an amazing assistant who helps me with all of the electronic part of things. So she set it up. She taught me how to use zoom and we started with the zoom. And then I said, you know what? 12 is too many on the circle. I want to go down to nine, then I went to eight, now I go to six, and that is what it is at. So we have six people who come in, plus myself, so there's seven in total. We connect, we become one. The angels have orchestrated this, and what I love is it's now, it's global. So people are coming in from Australia, from England, from Germany, from, there's so many different locations. Greece, so far we have not needed an interpreter, we Everybody who comes in can speak English. It is just so amazing what transpires. We all come together and I give a message first. I put your names in two bowls. So everyone who's attending, their names are in two bowls. I pull from the receiving bowl and the person is in the receiving spot. And I always tell that person, receive without guilt, enjoy it. I also choose another name from the giving bowl and that person who's chosen will pull a card if they have one or will just give a positive message. Or maybe they see a color and I help them interpret and let them know, oh, this particular angel is represented by that color. I help them interpret where they need it. And some people are beautiful angel messages already and they just are coming in to enjoy that connection. But I'm always there to help if they need it. Then we go to the next person and we go through. It's two and a half hours. but It's the fastest two and a half hours you ever know. Because as you know, because there's no time on the other side. We refrain from any alcohol beverages. Because we want to stay tuned in and, and um, fully alert. Um, and then I just ask for no distractions so that they can really focus and be together. I find it beautiful because as you said, Everybody is so loving and kind there. I know that the angels are orchestrating this. They see who needs to be on that circle. There's always similarities for a particular circle. Like sometimes we'll have a group of ladies come in or gentlemen too, and they've all lost children. Other times they've, it, it just, they bring them together. The children on the other side, bring them together. It's amazing. I love to watch who's on each circle. Um, But usually I try to do eight circles of six each month. And I do it monthly for one week.
0: I love that your circles are so interactive. It's a nice balance of giving and receiving. And I like how everybody's, yeah, everybody's kind of involved. If They have something that just came up like during their time where they're receiving, like other people can kind of step in and be like, hey, I felt this, I got this message. So I, I love how everyone plays a part in everybody's like journey and read and they're reading that day.
1: Yeah, it is special. And, and we all understand too, that usually we get to everyone, but if, if it turns out that one person needs a little extra time, maybe they're suffering a loss or they're in a, like a place of grieving or they've had a breakup or there's just some, something going on in their life and they just need that extra tender loving care. People are so kind about it. They understand, like, we're going to give extra time to this individual. Now, usually, uh, it's kind of my motto or my, <laughs> my thought that I will stay after and help whoever didn't get a message and stay with them if they can stay on. So usually everybody who comes on gets a, gets a message because I'll stay late and do that, even if everyone else has to go. I like to respect time, though. So people's time. So at that two and a half hours, whoever has to leave, they do.
0: I would um I would love to talk a little bit about like if somebody's going through something, like knowing which angel to call upon to help them. There's a lot of archangels. so maybe we'll get to like maybe like the first eight that come to mind. we could go through their name and like what they are here to help us with.
1: Yeah, I can give you a little synopsis. I go into it in depth when I teach about them. and my daughter and I do a a class where we call it angels, Archangels and crystals, and we, and we work together with all the archangels on the crystals. I can briefly mention the 16 archangels that I utilize and their main function, but many overlap and some have many more than one function. <laughs> so I'm just going to give the general idea now. You might want to grab a pen and paper for all of this. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start with Ariel. So, Ariel, I'll kind of go. I'll try to go in alphabetical order, but I don't know if I'll be able to do that. So just we'll just kind of go with whatever comes up. So Ariel is the beautiful angel of the outdoors. So this angel, if you are an outdoors person, or if you're a person that loves to connect with the outdoors, you definitely want to call on Ariel. Perhaps you're the type of person who needs to get outside, but is sort of cooped up or in Uh, the office a lot (laughs) and you're like I need more time or I need to open up some time to the angels so I'm going to I mean to the outdoors so I'm going to ask Ariel to help me with that yeah so Ariel also is the angel that will connect you to animal guides too so obviously there are beautiful animals that will guide us and help us and they all have different meanings I love and I just happen to have it here and this is just one this is just my favorite I'm not advertising this or anything i don't have any connection with this dear person but colette baron reed has a it's the spirit animal oracle deck i love that one there are many others and so when we bring in ariel we also can pull a animal card and then it gives a me- uh, explanation or meaning. My suggestion is if you're out on a nature walk or you're just out in general and you notice an animal that crosses your path that doesn't usually, like if you see deer all the time, then you don't need to look up the spiritual meaning of the deer. But if it's a special thing where on that day you don't usually see deer and they came or it's just like they came right in front of you and you had to slam your brakes on I think we need to look up the spiritual meaning of that, of that animal. So Ariel has given spiritual meanings through these people who have channeled and done these cards and the spiritual meanings come out. It's just lovely. Mm -hmm. So like for right now, if I were to pull one, so I'll just pull one for you. Um, So if, When I'm doing a session, when I ask what archangels wish to come forward, so I connect with your guardian angels, and then I ask what archangels do your guardian angels wish to bring in. And if they bring in Aria, usually, not always, but usually there's a a time during our session that I'm going to ask what the spirit animal is that wants to work with you that day. So I'm going to just do one for us now for you, okay? So I'll just pull, and I'll give you just a brief. Okay, so I got the hawk spirit. And what I love about this beautiful being, this creature, is that it helps you. They really want to help you to soar to new heights and have a new perspective. So usually when the Hawk Spirit comes up, maybe someone from the other side uses that hawk as, as a symbol or a sign that they're with you. And other times it's to let you know you can soar to new heights and understand something new by seeing in a different perspective. So that would be, and Ariel helps with that. The other awesome thing that Ariel does is works with connecting us to stones. Okay. So what I love about Ariel's connection to teaching us the stones and what archangels associated with the stones and what groups of angels are associated with the stones. So for instance, I'm going to pull one. I love this deck too. These people who created these decks will be happy. Um, So it's called Angel Gemstone Oracle Cards by Margaret Ann Limbo and Victoria Rose Martin. I just love this, my favorite gemstone deck. There are many others. And of course, use the one that resonates with you. So I'm just going to pull one now to show you. I'm going to ask, what stone would be good for Michelle right now? So I'm going to ask that. And I'm asking Ariel to bring forward that stone. And the stone would be Crisicola. The angels that are assigned to this stone are the angels of balance. And that is so perfect for you, Michelle, because they're helping you if there's any inflammation, if anything feels unbalanced within your body, or just in life, like they wanting to bring you into a healthy balance, they're going to give you also an affirmation. And this is the affirmation for you. My body is healthy and balance. My cells naturally generate and rejuvenate themselves so that all of my systems function harmoniously. I'm calm and relaxed. I exercise regularly. I enjoy my meditation practice on a regular basis. And in a session, we would go from there. And really, I would teach what's meant to be taught around that. But right now, that just gives you an idea. I teach a whole class on all of this for four hours. But Asriel is the next angel. I'll just tell you that Asriel connects us to the other side. So when you connect with a medium who's giving you messages from the deceased, they, whether they know it or not, are working with Asriel. Okay, So Azriel is a bridging angel, there are two, but this bridging angel brings you to connect with those you love on the other side, but also to angels, to ascended masters, to guides, to um, beings of light. So that's a beautiful angel. When that angel comes in, I usually know that there's either a deceased loved one that wants to come forward or that the person is highly connected and could do mediumship work. Mm, wow, okay. Okay, Shamuel is the next angel. I, I I may forget some, but we'll see how many we get to. And at the end, we'll go figure out who I miss. But Shamuel is the angel of love. This is the angel that really works with you and helping you connect with loving relationships and loving life. And I can really truly tell you that when you're in a place where you might not like your job, or you not might not love the relationship you're in, or you might have an issue with someone, when you call on Shamuel, Shamuel starts to work with you on drawing in what you're looking for. Now, Shamuel can also help you find missing objects, (laughs) which I have done recently. I asked Shamuel, I was looking for a particular piece of paper the other day, and I said, please, Shamuel, help me. And I walked right to it. I had looked for probably an hour and then, yeah, ding. It rem- I remember, hey, why don't you ask Shamil? So it's simple. We just need to ask. Okay. okay,
0: that's great. I'm sure I definitely need his help.
1: Shamil <laughs> will really work with you. Finding a new job, job transitions, finding the right person in your life. Shamuel's really lovely for that. Now, Gabriel, Gabriel is the angel of communication. Many things Gabriel does, but one helps with writing if any of you are writers or want to be or any of you would like to learn to channel or to um bring forward automatic writing or spirit writing as some say gabriel would be the angel to call on also gabriel helps with nurturing anybody who wants to like fertility wise like wants to work on getting pregnant or bringing forth a nurturing aspect in your life or helping others Go ahead, you can do that too. Call on Gabriel. Okay. Gabriel works with artists. Gabriel works with people who are in the communication field, such as news reporters and teachers and all of that as well. But Gabriel will really assist you if you have something where you're like, I need help in the interview upcoming. Gabriel would be the one to call on because Gabriel will give you the words. Like today, I'm just saying to Gabriel right now before we started, Gabriel, speak through me today. Help me teach what we need to teach during this time. Now, Hanio is the angel. uh, This this angel gives me the feeling of almost like a goddess feel, but it is an angel. It's the angel that connects you to the moon cycles. So this is the angel that really can help you to understand how you fit into the moon cycles. And I know that you interviewed uh, someone who's astrology and all that I was it was lovely to hear it and i don't know anything about all of the houses and this and that but what i love is that honey Elle helps you to see how do you act and react leading up to the full moon and after and they can help you to see hey if i'm scattered during the full moon then i'm not gonna go into for an interview during that time if i am feeling quite like on top of the world during the full moon for some people are feeling very highly they can uh, highly accomplish at that time then that would be the time to go on their interview. So you can kind of write out your patterns with Haniel. And when Haniel comes in, I know that that person needs to do that. Jeremiel is the angel of... This angel helps you with removing guilt. I'll just say that. If you're in a place where you're holding on to guilt about something, or you're in that place of woulda, shoulda, coulda, Jeremiel is the one to call on. Okay? Jeremiel will also... Any person who transitions, ha, they, Jeremy L greets the person and helps them with their life review. But we can have life review here on earth. And when we're having life review here on earth, Jeremiel is stepping in. So when I'm doing a session and I'm asking what archangels are here, and Jeremiel comes in. I know that that person needs to remove guilt or we need to help them so they can review their life and make a change. Jophiel. Jophiel is, I love this angel. <laughs> I love them all, but Jophiel helps declutter. And Jophiel comes in a lot more on the point of making a shift or change. Jophiel will um, help you let go of what doesn't serve you. Now, when you have Jophiel coming in with decluttering, it could be things, like, literally, I got to declutter my garage or a desk or a room, or I need to declutter fear, anxiety, tension, stress. Okay, Mm -hmm. so that will come in and really work with um, what your needs are about letting go so that you can replace it, something that will serve you. Metatron is amazing. This is one of those angels, it doesn't end in EL. Um, So this was the prophet Enoch. And now Metatron works with children who are highly connected to the other side. If you have children who who have ADD, ADHD, autism, are on the spectrum, Metatron lovingly steps in and helps you as the parent, to connect with your child and really work on assisting with their special, whatever, whatever the special needs are. It's it's amazing. Um, Metatron also helps a person with uh, time management and also with chakra balancing. Michael. Michael is the most wonderful protecting angel. I mentioned already today that I cut cords at the end of every session. Um, I also um, shield myself often. And so Michael is the one that you would call on for that. Michael also gives you courage and strength and helps you with building your confidence level. Another angel that does bring in courage is Ariel. That first angel I talked about There's an overlap there. Ariel does bring in courage as well. But Michael helps you with your strength and fortitude and building your confidence. So Raguel. Raguel is the angel of harmony. If you are in a legal situation where you have to go to court or you're needing fairness or you're in a situation where there's a relationship that needs harmony, Raguel is the angel of relationship, harmony, and fairness. Okay, Raphael is the angel of healing. If someone is dealing with an illness or dealing with wanting to bring themselves to optimal healing or Raphael is, an angel that worked with me for healing for sure, as really calling Raphael and his teams of healing angels to assist you in your healing process. Now, there's another whole thing that Raphael does, and that is helps you with travel. So if you're a traveler, you want to travel, and you want to go to the place that you feel happy to go to, ask Raphael to sit down while you're doing your search on travel. Mm, okay. Yeah. Raziel. Raziel is... The angel of all knowing. This is the angel of secrets. It's the angel, it's known as the angel of secrets. It's the angel that really deals through helping you with your knowledge. So this angel will work with you at night. It's the angel that will bring you to a place to learn. It's the angel that will download information to you. It's an awesome angel for all knowing, clear cognizance. Okay. Sandalphon. One is the other angel that ends in O N, right? This is the angel. I love this angel. It's the angel of music and it's the angel of miracles. Anyone who's really into music or who plays an instrument or sings, this angel will be working through you. But you don't have to be playing or singing um, professionally to have this angel come in. And the angel is this is another bridging angel that helps you connect to the other side, takes your prayers to the heavenly realms and brings back the miracles. Okay. Uh, Uriel is the angel of of great ideas. I always think of Uriel as like a flashlight. Just think of Uriel as bringing in a lantern, a torch, or a flashlight, and will help you. It's known as God is light, so it will help you to have those aha moments of ideas. Say you're working with a team at work and you need to come up with some ideas, you'd call on Uriel. Uriel also helps I always notice that Uriel will greet you in the shower <laughs> and really help you to sort through your thoughts after grounding. Then you feel like you're ready. Uriel will come in and re- work with you a lot. I often notice that if somebody is on the cusp of creating their own business, Uriel will come in. There's it's so much that I can understand when I ask what archangels are here for that person. Because when Uriel comes in, then I I know what we can work on. Again, I don't profess to be psychic. I just listen to what the angels have to say and go from there. There's Nathaniel. Nathaniel is a newer angel. Um, this angel was he was only introduced onto their earthly realms by you know for us to understand about in 2012. So this angel is the angel of transformation motivation and manifestation this angel helps us and it's coming into play a lot now I only discovered this angel a couple of years ago wasn't even part of my teachings back when I was learning this angel was not even known yet about but because I did this years ago but the angel this angel helps you transform your energy to that of what you want to bring in next and then helps you to Manifest, like first motivates you, gives you the ideas, the steps, and then helps you to bring it to fruition or manifest. That angel, now this is just what happens with me. I don't know if it's with everyone. I really haven't talked to anyone about um, how they work with Nathaniel, like teach other teachers, but Nathaniel always, always, always comes in with another angel when I'm doing a session. So if I'm doing a session and Nathaniel wants to come in, I know the person's on the cusp of a positive change always. If if they're not yet, then that that angel doesn't come forward. Always brings another angel in and that amplifies that angel. So I love it because you can think of it as Nathaniel amplifies the other angel who's meant to come in and they'll always tell me how much, 10 times, 25 times, 100 times. I was recently working with a person, I'm not giving names or anything like that, but who, who was dealing with some cancer issues. And And Nathaniel and I didn't know this yet, I'm just starting, right? And Nathaniel came in a hundred times amplification for Raphael. Well then we find thereafter why because they were working on their healing with this. So that was really cool.
0: Reminds me of a clear quartz crystal.
1: Yes, I was just I was just gonna say that to you. I'm so glad you thought that because clear quartz does amplify other stones. And also clear quartz amplifies, when you program clear quartz, you're literally amplifying what you're programming in. The beauty in that is uh, to make sure that you cleanse and clear clear quartz with selenite after. Now you don't have to cleanse and clear with Nathaniel, but Nathaniel will always, you just ask for Nathaniel and thank Nathaniel for amplifying the energy of the other angel that comes in. And I'll always tell you when I'm doing a session who they're bringing in with them. Now, there's another one I think. We're at 15. 15. Oh, Zadkiel. Zadkiel. You have a good memory. <laughs> Zadkiel is the angel of teaching and learning. This angel helps you. With emotions too. If you are feeling a bit emotional or you're like all kind of scattered with emotions or you're feeling like you're not stable or you need help with anxiety or situations with healing you emotionally, Zadkiel will help you. Also, Zadkiel helps people with memory. So some people are like, say they're studying and they need assistance with memorizing for a particular. (laughs) See, we get. All this, this, this angel who keeps coming in here, Sandophon, is show, is amplifying the fact that right now, when you need memory help, you go ahead because in, this angel of miracles will bring forward kill to you. See, they work together as teams. Okay, so the miracle of remembering something you might not have been able to remember, Sandophon will step in and work with kill So that's how that works, and kill also helps with teaching and learning. So for sure. And of course, I'm just saying this off the top of my head. But Zad Kiel, if you're in need of a teacher, or you want a mentor, or you want to take a class from someone, or you you have a subject and you're looking for the right teacher, ask Zadkial to help you. Ooh, okay, perfect. Okay. So one thing is, you don't have to remember what each angel does. You can just say to your guardian angels please bring to me the archangel that works with such and such, like the angel of healing and the guardian angels will bring the angel of healing right to you. If you're addressing the need for that angel, you're going to get that connection with that angel.
0: Perfect. Yeah. I think that was great
1: to add. I kept mentioning ask, ask, ask. And I've got to say to you that the angels are not able to intervene unless we ask it's the law of free will, except for one. There's an exception, and that is if our lives were on the line and it's not our time to transition, they will intervene. They'll mm-hmm. come to an accident, send somebody, send an angel even to take a human form. That happened with my daughter, and, and then they will help us, but and then they'll go back to their angelic form. Other than that, we must ask. So if, if it's not our time to go, they'll step in and help us. If it is a person's time to go, they step in and transition that person with ease. They take them their, their, really right out of their body before they're experiencing the pain and they bring them to the other side. So there's beauty in the intervention of angels when we're not asking. Life or death situation, when it's not our time to go or when it is our time to go. But other than that, we need to ask. So when we ask, they step in and start working pretty fast. <laughs>
0: Totally. Yeah, it's super important to like, I always try to build like a conversation with my angels on the daily. It's almost just like having that communication, kind of have to get in the habit of, of asking and talking to them. And um yeah, just getting the guidance or help wherever you need it. So I think this list is going to be very helpful for people. Um, yeah. Even myself, I'm like, okay, I wrote all the notes down.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's just the tip of the iceberg on what we do with that but you can go more into depth um if you ever want to take a class with me or something like that
0: what class do you suggest for people to learn more about the angels if they want to dive deeper
1: so uh, we did a class called angels and crystals and um we've only done it in person we have not done it since the whole pandemic started so we had put that on hold but now we're gonna do it through zoom and it's going to be a four hour it's a four hour class where we go through everything and then i teach you and i'll teach you in the class how to hire teams of angels to help you with manifesting so knowing which angels to call on helping you hire the teams um helping you work on a particular goal or topic and that all comes in that so we'll do that it'll be ongoing so we'll teach and so that's what i'm doing right now but they give me more ideas all the time and do do um, a class called Embrace Love. If you go onto my website and wish to, like, say, have a session, then we'll have your name. And when we go ahead and send out an ad or something, not we're not bombarding you with <laughs> emails because I don't even do that. But my assistant will say, hey, Bee's going to do a special session or a special something, and you'll know and you can sign up. Mm-hmm.
0: I also, because we're on the topic of how people can work with you, You also did a home blessing for me as well. So you did one for my rental property that we have because we had some crazy stuff go down there, tenants and their first property. So that just needed like a lot of angel love and clearing and all the blessings. So I loved how we, we did that. And then we also did my personal home that I live in now. I did enjoy that experience as well. I know we didn't have time to dive too deeply into that, but is there anything that you wanted to
1: mention about your home blessings? I'm sure we have them on the website now, thanks to you, because I was just offering them sort of in through circle and helping someone. Uh, But now we're putting it out there to the public if you wish to um, do a home blessing. So what I do is I connect with your home angel. Everyone has a home angel. So wherever you live, whether it's an apartment or, or a house, home angel is there. I'll connect with your home angel. And then what we'll do is go into each room and ask an archangel to root or to anchor in that room. And you feel such an upliftment. I hope you felt it. You feel such an upliftment at the end of that. And then they help you to continue to be in connection with them. And there's also a beautiful way to clear the house. So I can explain that when we do it. So that now you can choose, you can go on and say you'd like a home home blessing and then um, we'll get back to you on the times. It's not one that you can automatically pick because it depends on the size of your house and how long it's going to take. So we'll have to fit you in. But um, the other thing is, if you're just wanting a session, um, you can go on and now we have it set up. There was a two year wait. Now I know that sounds ridiculous, but it's over. <laughs> so I had done another podcast way back and we had 500 requests in like an hour. <laughs> so I had, at that point hire an assistant. This was years ago and it took us four years, but we've gotten through all 500 And now you only will have like a month and a half to two month wait, maybe three month wait. But so what happens is you fill out the form at um, angelswhisperinglight.com. Just fill out the form that you want to have a session. And then you'll get an automatic email back with the calendar for the month out. Trust that they're orchestrating it correctly for you. And you'll get it when you're meant to, and it's so lovely. So Mm that's good. I've
0: enjoyed this conversation so much. Okay, before we finish up, we are about to do a quick rapid fire. Ten questions. Just the first answer that comes to mind. First question is, what is your sun sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign?
1: So I know I'm an Aries. I'm an Aries.
0: Okay. If you could incarnate as any animal, which would you choose?
1: A swan. And why? Um, I love the gracefulness of a swan. I know that they can be mean, but I wouldn't take that part. <laughs> but I love the way they're just on the, the lake and they're just so beautifully enjoying the outdoors. And I just feel like swan is so beautiful to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. What is your favorite crystal?
1: Um I like rose quartz. I know that's a simple one but rose quartz opens the heart and I just find it so beautiful to connect with rose quartz and actually I use rose quartz every day or a rose. So I hold that up to my heart and I say it is safe for me to love. I am lovable and then I love I love I love I love I love times five. this opens up to to receiving beautiful loving people like you Michelle and others who are all kind and caring into our lives and you know it's a su- it's a beautiful thing to do too if you're wanting to romantically connect with someone mm.
0: I think you are psychic I'm holding a rose quartz
1: right now <laughs> <That's good. laughs> uh, okay
0: what is what angel do you work with the most
1: oh uh, they're all I work with all of them truly I do i um, all 16 of the angels that I've sort of hired to help me but I personally, well, I think I'm I'm disconnected with all of them. So I can't really say one or the other. But lately, I've been working a lot with Santa Claus, that angel of miracles and angel of music. And I forgot to say to you, but oftentimes when you said the daily practice thing, I truly love to just turn on some sounds in nature and listen to that when I need to throughout the day. Or then a, a man-made song that I love, you know, it's fun. What
0: is the best prank you've ever played on somebody or somebody has played on you?
1: Oh, gosh. I don't play pranks. I don't do <laughs> pranks. So I don't, I think uh, maybe when I was little, I did an April Fool's joke with my grandmom and she thought it was great. So <laughs> I guess I would think that was my biggest prank. I don't really do a lot of pranking.
0: Do you remember what the prank was for April Fool's?
1: Oh, I think we just said, I no, I don't remember. But I remember that she played it up and thought it was fun fun to be fooled <laughs> so yeah but pranking for me I have one friend that instigates I can't even remember but would do some I I'm kind of gullible sometimes so they'll say something and then they'll be like no I was just kidding that kind of thing <laughs> okay. um what inspires you oh well, gosh so many I'm most inspired by being out in nature I find that like, as I mentioned, the grounding is so beautiful, but also beautiful teachers inspire me. People that are uh, uh, doing um things to spread love and light to people. I, I That is an inspiration to me, too. And hopefully I can do the same.
0: Yeah, I love that. OK, what is the best piece of advice you've ever received?
1: Choose love. Mm, beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: Simple, but beautiful.
1: Mm hmm. Choose love. No matter what, what would love do? Just keep asking that. What would love do? What would fear do? And choose love. Mm -hmm.
0: I like that's a nice reminder for everybody. Mm. Okay. I don't know if you've ever seen an episode of the bachelorette, but what would your limo entrance be? Have you seen that show?
1: (laughs) I have. (laughs) Well, gee, maybe I would be an angel, right? (laughs) I don't know. <laughs> I have the most amazing man of my life for 43 years. We've been together 43 years. So um I think mainly I'd just be me.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: then uh, if they accept me for me, then that's what I would like to be.
0: Perfect. <laughs> that's the perfect okay. answer. What would your last meal be before you leave this planet?
1: Ooh. I know this is going to sound really silly, but I love chicken pot pie. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: okay. <Yeah. laughs> do you make it, yeah. like, do you make it yourself, or do you just...
1: My mom, my mom used to make good chicken pot pie, so I would have some meal of my mother's. She's a good cook. She's still alive. She's 87, and when I go to visit her, she always gives me a great meal.
0: <laughs> I love chicken pot pie, but now I'm uh, vegan, so it's a little bit harder with, like, the crust and everything. But yeah. it's definitely... Definitely possible. It's something that's like comfort food, right?
1: Right. It is. I like cauliflower too.
0: (laughs) And the last question would be, what was the last thing that you Googled?
1: Last thing that I Googled? I don't do a lot of Googling, honey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Google is my like diary every day. I'm like, if I have any thought, I'm like, Google, Google it,
1: Google it um yeah like as i said i'm not really electronic that much like i don't do a lot of that i guess i'm a little backwards on the electronics but um so i think i googled um uh the spiritual meaning of the lily the okay. spiritual meaning of the lily i think was the last thing that i googled yeah
0: but you see <laughs> lilies pop up for yourself
1: um i I think it was something that came up and I just wanted to know that spiritual meaning of the lily. And so I went there and Googled it and it was about, I remember what I learned about it. It was about uplifting your thoughts and they were talking about focusing your attention on the blessings that surround you rather than focusing on what's causing you pain, frustration, anger. So I just felt that that was really special. I forget why I Googled it. It might've been that it came up in a session. I'm not sure.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Um, okay, that's all the questions you survived. I learned so much. And yeah, everyone, I'm sure will need a notepad and a pen, and just take notes. And um, yeah, just as a quick reference. Um, if you want to mention your website, your Instagram handle, um, anywhere, anywhere that people can get a, um, in contact of you after this, if they feel called to.
1: Sure. Well, if you go to my website, angelswhisperinglight.com, that's the best way to connect with me because my assistant will get back to you or will help you get in touch with me. Fill out the form. That's the best thing to do. And if you are a returning client, what happens is there's more of a wait for those who are just starting out. But then um, as you return, we just suggest waiting three months at least so that you can assimilate and put into action what you've learned. and then um you know so at least three months some people will come back once a year others you don't need me to connect with the angels i'm just here to help you but i'm surely happy to guide and help you along the way and have fun doing it so it's it's fun to with you that way and then if you want to do the angel time you can go on there too and i am on instagram but i gotta tell you that i probably haven't put anything on instagram for a long time I, i think my assistant put some i'm doing a um a retreat in um, north carolina uh, north carolina and i think it's for 12 people i'm doing it with my daughter's husband's uh, husband's mom and she does yoga and we're doing a retreat together about angels and she has a place where you can stay there so that's on the um, instagram it's (laughs) angels.whispering.light A retreat there and she's hired a chef and things and it's just three days but it should be fun. So I think that's the last thing I posted. But honestly you can see it probably the before that was like last October. So yeah. I'm just not really doing too much posting, but I should and I will eventually.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah awesome. Okay. Thank you so much. And I think we went a little bit over time. I hope that's okay. But it was just so much to talk about and like it was a cram-packed episode it feels like.
1: Yes, it was fun, though. Thank you so much, Michelle. Lots of love to everyone. Hope to connect with you again soon, sweetheart.